Hey, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I have with me Leanna Crawford. She's a friend of mine who I know for a few years now, and she has an incredible story of God moving through her life. And she's a musician, and uh, I might have to confess, I do listen to her music a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I got to know her. She's actually a Northwest alumni and uh, the best school ever because I graduated from there too. Hey. <laughs> um, so you guys uh, will really enjoy this podcast. So thank you so much for listening. She's been someone that kind of came to our church a few times and played. And the first time I heard her sing, I'm like, she has such a unique voice. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a matter of time. I'm like, you know what? Move over Adele. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm oh, joking. You, but... but you uh, you really have some amazing music, and I'm really inspired by your story, and thank I'm looking you. forward to to see what God's going to do through your life. So thank tell you. us a little bit about your show, um, the, the road show that you were actually on. So Yeah, so I actually just um, got off the Christmas road show, which was mm-hmm. their first ever one, um, and that was Absolutely incredible. It was so much fun. My first ever Christmas tour. Yeah. Uh, and then the end of February, I'll start the Spring Roadshow, a Roadshow yeah. 2019. And that will be, um, like you said, with Matthew West, Matt Marr, 10th Avenue North, and Michael W. Smith. And the only place you guys are not visiting is Seattle. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. Totally fine. <laughs> We're not like hurt or anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm sad about it too. I'm really sad. But we will be in Salem, Oregon. That's close. Awesome. So how did you kind of get started on this? I mean, obviously you didn't wake up yesterday and you're like, oh, I think I'm going to do this. <laughs> obviously it's been, a, it's been a process. Yes. No, it's been, a, I mean, a long process. I think we all, I mean, you have your story and yeah, your journey yeah. and we all kind of have our, our, how how we decided, like, I mean, I didn't necessarily decide to do this. This is always Mm -hmm. a dream of mine, but I really felt a calling on my life that Mm -hmm. God, I really felt him saying, this is what I want you to do. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was kind of a a process of, okay, well, this is what I want to do, but how do I do this? There's, there's not really like a A, B and C, like this is how you become a musician and artist. Uh, And so I, it was something I always loved doing. Um, this is kind of the long version. (laughs) That's totally fine. Uh, It's something I always loved doing. And I got involved in worship teams in high school. Yeah. Um, and I loved, loved doing that. And I wrote my first song at 15. I knew, I knew two chords on the guitar. Which song was that? You've probably never heard it. I can play it for you later. Yes. (laughs) It's called It's You. And I played it at a talent show and I knew two chords on the guitar. Like barely. I just, I made this whole, this whole song and it was, it was really cool. It was after a, um, a, a, did you ever, do you know Greg Laurie, pastor? Yeah, do you, I yes. do, I do. So he came um, to Seattle and mm. did a harvest festival. Right, and it right, was, right. I saw thousands of people go down to rededicate or accept their lives to Christ for the first time. And I was like way up in the, the balcony with yeah. my high school. And it was just, it was such a moving experience. experience. yeah. And I just went home and I wrote a song about it. And that was kind of the first time that I was like, wow, this is like, it's such a, incredible thing to write and that's a lot of songwriting is writing what, yeah, yeah. what you're experiencing and that's kind of what I started to do mm-hmm. and at 16 I went on a missions trip yeah. and um I was it was my first time going to the country of Haiti yeah and it was kind of the first time in my life that I'd really spent quiet time with God that yeah, I really yeah. had like spent time like talking to him and journaling and I journaled before but I really like spent a lot of quiet time mm-hmm. and that was pretty incredible and I just felt like at the end of that trip that he was saying, hey, I, I want you to pursue music and I want you to 
pursue um, music to encourage young girls, especially. Yeah. And yeah. and to be a be someone that can encourage them and let them know their worth that they have in me. So well, it's kind of how I. Guess it's not just young girls. I listened to your whole music. Mm. Well, all your songs this morning. <laughs> 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 and um, I, I do believe that some of the, the lyrics you have are so powerful. Mm, and the the one in the um, beautiful you, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we kind of sort of don't realize the miracle of what it's like to be alive. I think a lot of us don't realize that it's such an amazing experience, right, to to be able to uh, wake up every single morning, be able to breathe, you know. And mm-hmm. the reason I think that's important is because we need to be thankful because I think a lot of times we run to sin, we run to a lot of problems in our life because we are not satisfied in our relationship with the Lord. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So this is... One thing that I think is so important for us to do is to really appreciate the fact that we're alive. And I think in the beautiful you, in your lyrics, um, I don't remember exactly the lyrics, <laughs> but I felt I very beautiful. <laughs> I felt really inspired that I'm like, hey, this is important for us to talk about. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for, for your work mm-hmm. and what you do. You. So um, what are some other things that inspire you? What are some people that maybe you wish to collaborate with i mean mm. you're only like working right now with, with some of the top top <laughs> artists in the in the uh mu- you know christian music world yes. so who do you kind of look look up to and people that you really enjoy listening to or, mm. you know will inspire you i mean there's a lot to choose from there's so i mean yeah. it, just in the christian music world alone i think someone that's that's brilliant and kind of ahead of his time i know i've had mm-hmm. conversations with different artists and um it's toby mack is is a yeah, huge one yeah. that actually it was funny i was talking with matthew matthew west mm-hmm. and he was saying he's like he's just he's ahead of his time in like music and and what he does is so it's kind of just beyond which mm-hmm. is so mm-hmm. cool so i mean that'd be really cool to collaborate with him i i've gotten to do songs with matthew west actually which has been right yeah totally totally crazy and so cool and i i yeah. write a lot with him yeah which has just been incredible but he we got to just we actually just did a christmas song together mm-hmm. and i put out two christmas songs and um we wrote the one an original and then we collaborated on angels we have heard on high together yeah, yeah. and that was so cool and then a um, two years ago, I guess now I was on his Christmas album, um, and I got to do Silent Night with him, which was wow. it was a really cool version of, of Silent Night, really beautiful, and so that was like that's been really cool. And I would, I mean, I'd love to collaborate with anyone yeah, and everyone. I think everyone, everyone that is in the Christian um, music industry, every single time you write a song, you are changing the music, well, the Christian music. Um, so my question would be. Um, you, what do you think is wrong with Christian music? <laughs> I know it sounds That's so a wrong. Harsh question. <laughs> it is, but I think a lot of times we get so complacent mm. in the things that um, you know that were written before. Mm. You know, and I'm like, some of the, the the secular songs are so good. Why? Because I feel like at times they put so much more heart into it. Mm. Um, and so my kind of like opinion of the Christian music is that a lot of times we just either don't have the variety and we don't have a lot of new voices coming in or Mm. new music coming in. I think we need more of that, more lyrics that are very inspiring. Mm. It it amazes me where you have some artists, they have some lyrics that are very crass and they're very like out there and somehow, you know, they have millions of hits. And it's Mm. like, why can't we have that for... Things are amazing, you know. Things that mm-hmm. we have such powerful message in, in ourselves, and why can't we, 
why doesn't everything that we do, you know, why don't we do everything that we do in light of eternity, right? Mm. Like, or mm-hmm. praising God with all that we have. I think God deserves our best, right? Mm-hmm. So in your opinion, what do you think should change about the Christian <laughs> like music industry? Yeah, that is a great question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's there's always stuff that can be better. Yeah, and, yeah. and like you said, it's not to, to, to trash on an yeah, on industry. And, yeah, I, yeah. and I think, it too, just I, I think meeting, I've been able to meet several Christian artists and to to see their hearts firsthand mm-hmm. and to see what their ministry does is mm-hmm. pretty mind blowing. Yeah. And I know like, that's totally what you're saying. It's like they, they, to hear more of that though. Yeah. And it's there, there are some up and coming artists like coming up. There's, um, my, I mean, um, Hannah Kerr is one. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, the young escape. I don't know if you've heard any of their music. There's, yeah. there's, there's some, and I, I totally agree. There should be more. Um, mm-hmm. I think kind of coming off of what you said, what, my goal as a as a new artist and um like coming like up and coming i yeah my goal when i write music is to write authentic music Mm -hmm. and to write from my heart and i think that's the challenge of of any industry but it's kind of like okay am i writing this because i think people will like it yeah or am i writing this because this is really my heart and i think there's kind of a, a balance and a line of like i think that would be what's what could change in the christian industry is just authenticity mm-hmm. but i think that's something that like i'm i'm trying to do personally is like okay yeah. how do i make this more personal and like more authentic and then like and then god is known so much more cuz i agree with you these yeah these in the pop music and there's so many artists that that really write from their heart and the music isn't necessarily something that i i want to share with my church obviously <laughs> you know but it's yeah, but it's this yeah. but it is this you know it's you can hear their hearts in it and i think yeah. that would be the goal to continue and i think it's it's starting to in christian music yeah. but i i think just meeting so many incredible artists just being able to see their heart and their ministry firsthand it's like wow you you're doing some incredible things and I hope to, you know, follow their, oh, yeah. follow their lead. And I hope to just continue to be even more authentic. And yeah, like, you know, it's so weird because both of us were part of this kind of like period where we're named millennials. And I think <laughs> a lot of times, a lot of pastors and a lot of people think that what we need more is the cool stuff, you know, the lights and the fog and like, <laughs> yeah. and most millennials are like, nah, we, we don't want that. We mm. want people that are authentic, mm-hmm. people that are real, mm-hmm. you know, and if you have, if you're preaching and if you're giving us, you know, your version of faith, we want to see the authentic you, mm-hmm. not some version of someone that you heard on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's so important. I think it was C.S. Lewis who said this, that if you want to be a Christian shoemaker, don't put crosses on your on your little like shoemaker shop. No, mm. build the best shoes that you can possibly build. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And people will look at that and, mm. and, and, and glorify God because of the work that you do, not like, oh, look at me, I put a bumper sticker that says that I'm a Christian. And I think a lot of times, even in Christian music, we, we have this idea that it has to have the, the sticker. Mm. But I think what we need to do more is to really explore the art and, and convey our true feelings and our true heart. And naturally, if our heart is changed, just like the secular artists, if their heart is into really weird stuff, it comes out in their music. Mm. Right? Like, yeah. I think if, if in the Christian worldview, if you have a heart that's been changed that will come out in your music you know and I think that's kind of like I I hope that we have more of that you know Mm -hmm. all right so we talked about things that inspire you um 
let me ask you a question that can be kind of hard to answer. <laughs> what are some mistakes that you've made along the way? Uh, things that you wish you would have done differently? Hmm. I, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> Always fun to look back on that. Um, yeah, I think the, I think the biggest mistakes that, that I've yeah. made have been when I've given into fear mm-hmm. and that's kind of a, it's, it's broad, but then it's, it's not, it's like very specific to my story. I mm-hmm. think the the times that I've given into fear, I've regretted not doing something because I was mm-hmm. either afraid of what people thought of me or afraid that I wasn't good enough or, and whatever the outcome of that was, it was that I, I didn't step into what God's plan was at that moment. Yeah. And so I think that would be definitely something looking back there, there are times that I wish that I would have stepped into his, to his plan or stepped into this or done this show or, you know, sung the song or whatever it was. Um, I, I think that would be some of the, I wish that I hadn't, you know, mm-hmm. given mm-hmm. into fear at those moments. Gotcha. Um, so with that said, what would some advice you would give yourself if, if let's say you had a chance, I don't know, I don't think <laughs> we can, we don't have a tra- time travel machine, but like, what are some advice that you'd give yourself at 16? I'm pretty sure there's some, you know, young girls that are watching hmm. and, um, you, bec- you, as an up and coming artist, you are, no matter if you want to or not, you are placed in a position where you will influence people. Mm-hmm. And I think all of us influence people, but in which direction are we influencing them, right? Um, mm-hmm. So what what would be some advice you'd give yourself or someone that's watching that's 16 years old, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what, what would you say? Man, if I had a time machine. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I think for to, to give myself at 16 and for anyone watching mm-hmm. this, no matter how old you are, but especially if you're 16 or, or younger or older, um, I think something I wish I would have told myself more was not to worry what others thought of mm-hmm. me. And that kind of goes through all of life, but I think that's kind of a, that's a huge thing in my, yeah. some of my songs. I talk about crazy beautiful you, like knowing your worth in Christ and then being a work in progress yeah. is another one of my songs. And that's just, it's I'm a work in progress, but I think the more you worry less about what people think the more freedom you're going to feel in Christ because you're like, well, it's not up to them. It's up to him. Yeah, ultimately. absolutely. Um, so with that said, um, I always try to ask everyone this question because I, th- I feel like the life message that I have is I'm trying to get people to live in light of eternity. Love that. So what would be a practical thing that you do? Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, what you do in music is, is you are trying to do that. But what are some practical things do you do? that, you know, helps you live in light of eternity? Yeah. Um, I think the the biggest thing for me is, is devotionals. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of been my goal of 2019 is to make it a morning habit. Mm-hmm. And so I, I can't live my day without it. Yeah. Um, that's a huge thing for me. I like, I struggle with just like praying when I'm by myself, like yeah, just like yeah. praying in my head, I get really distracted. Mm-hmm. And so I have to journal, like I have to write it down. Like <laughs> yeah. I have to write prayers down and just even to like, work through it, just to work through it. Or yeah. else I like get distracted. If I'm just thinking, I'm like, Oh, I'm thinking about this. I need to do this. And so I, I have to write it down. And that's mm-hmm. like, that's been something huge for me. It might take longer a little bit to journal my prayers or my thoughts. Right. And, but that's when I really feel like I'm talking to when I'm having a conversation with God, I'm like, mm-hmm. Hey, like, Father, these are the things that are going on and these are the people I want to pray for, whatever. It's it's journaling. Mm-hmm. And like when I take the time to do that, that's like a practical way that I am like living in light of eternity because then 
my day is going to be better because I'm like, okay, I started it with Jesus and I'm going to continue it with yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> come on. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I did was, that every day. I think it was Martin Luther that said that like, I am, I have so many things to do today that I have to spend the first three hours in prayer. Otherwise, mm. I won't get through it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I love that. I think that's what we have to do because I'm mm. like, man, I really need your grace today. You know? Oh, amen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, one question, that, another question that I had of you um, is... If you look at your life, um, what do you hope that, obviously, when you write music, hmm. your your life experiences are put into your lyrics? What do you hope people would experience through your music, hmm. you know? Um, I mean, I think my biggest, my biggest hope is that, that they would hear less of me and more of him, mm. less of me and more of Jesus. And that's not, not to be like, oh, the Christianese answer, like, yeah, I hope they, yeah, but yeah. that's a, that's a huge that's like the biggest part of it. Right. And I think the, my main message, um, for, for not just young girls, but for everybody is yeah. knowing your worth in Christ and knowing that you're uniquely made and you're made for a purpose and yeah. that you are perfectly made. You're imperfect, but you're made by a perfect God yeah. and that your story is yet to be written. And that's a, that's a huge part of my message that, that your yeah. values in him. And then, um, another one of my songs is um, called fragile heart. And mm-hmm. it's just the message of, the hope that we have um, is in Christ, and that yeah. if you walk through something painful, because we're all going to walk through painful, mm-hmm. painful things, experiences, experiences, and, and you know you've probably had your fair share. I've had, my, you yeah, know, there's going to be more. Have. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I think that's the the only place we have hope is in the healing hands of Jesus. So yeah. that's, those are kind of the main messages I hope people walk away from. I, I hope people um, just know yeah. know more of what God says about them. Yeah, more. you know, it's interesting because um, in my own experience, I can say that um, one of the greatest tension that you experience as someone who, for example, I'm a pastor and I, I don't have a national stage like you, but what I, I do have is when I preach at church, right? Mm, and when you're placed on, on a stage automatically you become someone that people either like to put on a pedestal or they try to really criticize. It's it's one of those extremes, right? Mm-hmm. And one thing that I always try to do is um, not to give into the praise or the criticism of the people, right? Like, mm. because that, I feel that like that's a lot of times can be very, very toxic. I mean, think of even Jesus, right? Like one day they're screaming his name saying that, you know, welcome him in Jerusalem. Next week, they're crucifying him. You're like, what happened? That was mm-hmm. quick, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. the biggest thing is not to give into the kind of like the mob. Um, I don't want to call it a mob, but a lot of times <laughs> it could be a yeah. mob mentality, right? Like where, um, so, so how do you navigate a tension between, okay, mm. you know, understanding that you are a vessel that God is, you know, partnering up with and mm. he's using for his glory mm. and giving him glory, um, because it's tough not to when somebody criticizes you and you know that they're taking things out of context. Mm-hmm. It's really hard not to be disheartened. At the same time, it's also really hard to not allow your successes where I think Timothy Keller says this, not allowing your successes to go to your head mm-hmm. or your failures to go to your heart. Mm-hmm. So That's how good. do you try to like navigate those? Great. You have so many great questions. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and first, I, I just... I thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's good. You know, using your head. I love that. Yeah. I just like to say first, I know that as a pastor, yeah. I'm not, I, I think pastors get more criticism mm. than probably anybody else in the, in the Christian world. I mm-hmm. think 
you guys get a lot of criticism from your congregation, from everybody, and you're looked at as a at such yeah. a higher standard. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 artists are too, but there, I think there's something there's something different, and there's a lot of power in what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I I just like to say I think and and you say you don't accept praise, but or you don't you know listen yeah, to. But yeah. I think like you. Um, Every time I've been to your church, I just feel so welcome. And Thank you. My parents love coming, and my friends have come, and they just feel so welcome in your mm-hmm. community. And so you have created, and, and really, I, I, you can tell how much you love the Lord and how mm-hmm. much you want to make his name known. So I just want to say that first. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but I, I do love yeah. love getting to visit your church and, yeah. and seeing your community. It's been awesome. Um, I think the, the tension there is definitely it's something that I, I think— Having having people to keep you accountable, I think, is huge. And That's I have huge, yeah. a, a very I'm so thankful to have a very supportive family mm-hmm. um, that that checks in on me. Yeah. And uh, I live with my sister, my mm-hmm. best friend, who's like, okay, are you are you you know, is this about you or is this about God? Come on, yeah, and I it's think good. and I think now it's even harder because it. <laughs> I love the the artist John Bellion. I don't okay. know if you listen. I, I don't know. He's yeah. a he's a, more of a pop artist. I believe he is a Christian, yeah. but he has some he has some explicit words. Well, but yeah. one of his songs he just put out an album. He's like the oh dang it, I'm gonna forget this. <laughs> but it's something the everything changed the day we all became famous. Mm-hmm. And the line I think what he's trying to say is when we got social media, everything wow. changed. And like we all became famous because we can all put our lives on on Instagram, yeah, it's our own yeah. personal tabloid, you know, in, yeah. a, in a way curated. It's and yeah, it's whatever. And and I think that's such a, it's such a powerful thing. Like, mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, how cool that we can connect with people and we can share our hearts on this platform. But then it's also can be this kind of dangerous thing where yeah. social media in, in reality, it's, it is kind of all about us and, mm-hmm. and not in a, it's not a bad thing. Cause I think we can use that to, to make his name known. But I think that's been a huge thing. Okay. Like, what what is the point of me having an Instagram? Is it mm-hmm. is it so I can so I can get how many likes? Is it so I can get oh did I get did I get this many likes or whatever it is or is it no did I did I really like did I honor God in that or was this an yeah. honoring picture so or good, like yeah. was this an honoring post? And I think the more that I I pursue okay is this am I doing this for God? Yeah. There's so much less pressure for me to be perfect wow. because I think it's like there's this, you know, there is a lot of pressure if you're yeah, whatever you're, yeah. and, and a lot of that pressure is created by myself. I'm like, Oh, did, is, is this going to be okay? And it's like, well, is it, is it honoring to God? And, and really mm-hmm. it's not yeah. about me. It's like, it's, Come it's not, it's about, it's about him. And there's so much less pressure and so much freedom in that. And so I think the more that I remember, remember that it's like, okay, there's, there's so much freedom and there's, and not that I'm, perfect this yeah. is something I, I i like struggle with and i'm working on which is why i can say that like yeah, okay this yeah, is yeah. the more that i remember there's so much more freedom you know it's interesting that you mentioned that because i feel exactly the same where some will ask me like how do you still preach when you have like faults right like and they're not mm. trying to like make fun of me or anything like that but they're saying like how do you do that because mm. that's the point of insecurity and I usually say, like, well, when I go up there to preach, I don't say, like, hey, look at me. Mm. You know, if you can just follow my example, I'm the greatest <laughs> thing ever, you know, you'd be perfect yeah. too, you know? Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. What totally I'm saying is I, every single time I preach, I say, here's the spotlight. It belongs on Christ. Mm. And, and I make his way. I'm like, I'm not preaching myself up there. I'm preaching him. Mm-hmm. And as long as I keep the spotlight on him mm. and not on me, I don't have to live up to the standard and the pressure. Now, of course, like, I'm striving to, right? you know, but I always fall short of that, you know, and, and that's one thing that 
kind of how I navigate. Um, but it, it's a difficult tension for sure, um, especially Love when it comes means. to um, artists or any uh, somebody on the, in, in any kind of public platform. So, um, one that. more thing I wanna I wanted to ask you is. Um, if you know someone that maybe is trying to get into the same industry you're trying to get into, I think it would be good maybe to give them advice on like, what would be some of the most difficult and, well, difficulties, challenges of the platform, right? Because I mean, your platform is producing, you know, music and writing lyrics and going on tour. Mm. What are some difficulties they've encountered and things mm. that you wish you would have known if mm. you were just starting out? Starting out? Mm. Um, I think, I think if the, the, one of the biggest things that for me is just talking about social media and yeah. all that is, um, comparison mm-hmm. and the, the, just the, man, that can be such a, a difficult thing to, it's, I, it, we all do it, right? Yeah. Like guys and because girls. <laughs> I don't mean to interrupt you, but like, no, no. Uh, I think a lot of times we take our lowlights and compare them to people's highlights because mm. that's what we see in social media, right? People don't Rich. put their lowlights, okay. right? Yes. And then when we Portable. do that, it's like no wonder <laughs> we're all going around like, oh, my life doesn't measure up. But how about Jesus? That's our standard. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I think that would be a huge thing is to, to find, if you're, if you want to, to be an artist, if you want to be a songwriter or whatever you want yeah. to pursue do that to the best of your ability. And that's, yeah. that's my goal is to, to be the best songwriter can be, to be the best vocalist, to be the best musician. And, and that's not, that doesn't have to be yours. If you're the best videographer, if you're yeah, the best yeah. speaker or pr- mm. pastor, or if you are the best, if you're going to like be the best garbage man and take everybody's garbage, <laughs> like on. be the best, like, okay, this is the funniest thing ever, but the, in Nashville, this is totally, totally random, but our, <laughs> this is, our garbage people, I don't, I don't know the correct name for them. They people are the are, nicest yeah. people I've ever met. I like, because we're sometimes <laughs> like, I live with four other girls. So there's five yeah. of us in, a, in an apartment, but they, every Thursday they come and pick up our garbage and I've been late and I'll like hear them outside. And so I run out <laughs> and they like always wave at me. And then for Christmas, they like left every, every town home, like a little card. And like, it was just saying how Merry Christmas, but that's like, Okay, can you can you do that in whatever you do? Can yeah, you do a little yeah, bit on. more and be like be the best at, at whatever you're doing, whatever yeah. whatever your vocation is, whatever you decide to do? But that was kind of a, just a yeah no that went on a rabbit trail. But I uh, I think if if you're pursuing if you want to get into the music industry, I would say pursue yeah. your craft, get mm-hmm. really good at it, and listen to listen to all kinds of music. That was some of the best advice I got from Matthew West actually. Yeah. Yeah, listen yeah. to all kinds of music and and listen to the new stuff and the old stuff and listen to listen to what's coming out listen to what people are doing and yeah. and and find who your favorite people are and and just really pursue like if you want to get into music know the ins and out know everything about music yeah. and that's what I'm I'm working on too. Yeah, I think one big thing that uh, I would also encourage you guys to make sure you understand that your life's not going to be judged on your momentary like Hmm. successes Mm -hmm. but it's going to be on the faithfulness Mm -hmm. of your day-to-day life how you lived amen you know and i think a lot of times we we kind of lose sight of that and we 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 think of like we need to have the big wins you know when really the biggest win of our life is the daily faithfulness Mm -hmm. the daily perseverance right like the daily thing that we do like that right like going around and and being more kind than necessary because everyone that you meet you know that line that like everyone that you meet is you know is 
going through some kind of battle. Mm -hmm. So Liana, I I really thank you for being on here. And Mm -hmm. I think it's really inspirational talking to you. um, And I'm looking forward to what God is going to do in your life. Thank you. And uh, I'm, I'm really like, you know, said that one day I'm going to see you on like every other show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think we need people that have a heart that's been changed to to change the conversation. I think one of the best lines that I heard about culture is that, I don't know who wrote this, so someone online, you guys can go <laughs> yeah. find it. But they said, I don't have to change a nation's laws. I have to change their poets. Mm. Right? So if you can just change the conversation, if you can just change the poets and, and, the, and the lyrics of the songs, because if you think about it, a lot of our Christianity comes from our lyrics. And I'm sorry to say, but... A lot of times, right? Mm. Uh, and and it, it worked back in the day where people were very into the Bible and they wrote hymns and they wrote powerful lyrics. Um, but now it's like a lot of a lot of people's lives are changed by lyrics that are not very godly. Mm. You, you know, and they talk about suicide, but you mm. know, and all these things that are not they're not life giving. Mm. So I I look forward to artists like you who mm. have a life giving message. You know, and that's what I'm looking forward to. So, mm. thank you so much. Anything else you thank wanna you. wanna share with us? I know you're gonna play something for us, and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna like make sure that it's it's included. Mm. Um, but anything else do you wanna say to us? That um, I yeah. I mean, just thank you so much for having me. By the way, where can they find your music? Oh, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. you can find um, my my music. My I have an EP out called Crazy Beautiful You, mm. and you can find it on I think most all music pr- platforms: Spotify, iTunes, iTunes Amazon Music. Um, I have some Christmas songs that were just out, yeah. but Christmas season is over. <laughs> you you so, have a YouTube channel, right? I do. Yes, yeah, Leanna so. Crawford Music, and and my. Um, my social media platforms are Leanna Crawford Music, so you can yeah. find me on there. So like Instagram, everything like that. Yeah. So no, absolutely, I'll try to link a lot of her stuff in the description below. So just look into it. I'm not <laughs> sure if it's you. gonna work on podcast, but on YouTube for sure. <laughs> thank you. Um, so we'll go from thank there. You. Okay, thank so you thank you so much, guys, for for watching this video. I would love if you guys can keep the conversation going. Uh, if Leanna has inspired you, would you reach out to her, write her mm, a message yeah, um, where you can post a comment below on this video or if you're listening on podcast, uh, make sure that, you know, you reach out to Leanna, mm-hmm. see what her music is about. And I really, really encourage you to get to know her. Um, this is someone that I really believe that one day um, you will change the conversation of this nation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I know that that's a huge statement. I get that. <laughs> But well, going along you. with the line that mm-hmm. I said before, that we have mm-hmm. to change, you know, the poets to make sure that we change a nation. I mm-hmm. think that's what we need to start. Mm-hmm. Um, not demanding laws and all that, but I think it's more about, hey, can we come from a place of understanding and mm-hmm. give people hope? And I think people appreciate that. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you. for Thank you so much for having me. It's awesome. been so fun. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
mess is highlight real I'd rather be a mess if it means I'm real You gotta see the broken to see the guy so much for listening to this podcast uh, with uh, Leanna Crawford. She's been amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's yeah. been a blast. <laughs> Make sure you guys look at her um, music, uh, social media. Um, I, I can generally say that you will be inspired. Mm-hmm. So God bless you guys. Until next time.